1: search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone
0: Cold No. It was literally like the Hunger Games.
1: Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah Levine.
0: And I'm Danny Murphy, and you know us. We're your partners in crime, wine, and time. And I know it's a its, it's a Thanksgiving week. it's The season is upon us fully, yeah. but it doesn't really feel that seasonal for me. I just kind of like, it's just another day.
1: It doesn't feel that seasonal. It's supposed to be 60 degrees this weekend, which, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining at all, but it's not...
0: Not that fall weather. Well, it's funny, too, because like I'm not complaining. But then it's making me realize it's like, oh, I want to live to my 60s. And will there be a world for that if it's 60 <laughs> degrees in November?
1: <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. So I'm just going to enjoy it while I can. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm having
0: more carbs. I'm like, you got to you gotta carb a load. I was going to say more wine. Yeah.
1: But yeah, more carbs for sure. <laughs> um, also, I feel like my Thanksgiving is going to be super weird because I really think it might just be me, my mom and my dad.
0: Oh, that's well, it's so funny because that just like kind of like I never did like a big Thanksgiving and I'm a vegan. So, like, this holiday really Ugh,
1: not your day. Not,
0: it's low lift on my end. It lo- doesn't really take up a lot of my headspace. So, it's funny. Like, I do feel bad. It's kind of like, when you're single and you're trying to relate to someone going through a relationship problems, you're like, "Oh, girl, I feel you." That's how I feel. I you're am.
1: Like, oh, that's terrible.
0: I know. I'm like, "Ooh, sucks." <laughs> I'm like, "What are?" I'm like, "Oh, so you had like you you miss warmth?" I'm like, "What is that?" Um, so I do feel <laughs> like that, but it's so funny because I'm like, I, "This
1: this holiday never registered for me like that,"
0: but I'm I does suck. Yeah,
1: for I get that. I mean, we never really did a big thing, but you. I mean, first of all, usually like I would have a sibling there, if not <laughs> oh, two. Yeah. Um. And s- some members of our extended family. So I'm like, I'm just having dinner with my mom and dad. Like, what's the point? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I did that every night for three months when I was there.
0: Right, and it's also you're like, should we just get a pizza? Like, what are we? Are we literally? Doing I'm are like, you guys doing turkey what? and everything or no?
1: Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I'm sure my mom is not cooking a turkey, and I don't blame her because nah. what's the point? She's gonna I- have leftovers for two people for the next like four years. <laughs> <laughs> And it's
0: also one of the things I feel like it's like, again, I have never really partook in it, but I feel like no one, whenever I've had like a Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving, no one's like gaga over the turkey. It's kind of just like there.
1: Yeah. You want the sides. The turkey is almost always dry. Well, and also that's my fun
0: thing. I feel like it's kind of like for New Year's and Halloween with me when people are like, I want to wear sequins. I'm like, I do that every day. I'm like, I mainline mashed potatoes weekly. Like, so I don't (laughs) really, when people are like, oh my God, Thanksgiving's my like day for these. I'm like, those are my, I'm like, who? who do you watch? Like the bachelor went, <laughs> I'm full on with like a russet potato between my body.
1: <laughs> a full bag of russet potatoes just oh, eaten. Hits I love that it.
0: I hits every spot.
1: Yeah. Me. I mean, I am excited for pumpkin pie. I think I'm going to do like my final grocery shop and I'll have to pick up a little store-bought pumpkin pie.
0: Oh, you have to, well, it's a, kind of cute. I feel like everyone, because like a lot of, of course, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are in this situation too, where not Not a lot of people can go home for the holidays or anything like that too. So it is a weird shift with that. But then I feel like it's kind of this weird moment when a lot of people are kind of like doing their makeshift own holidays, which is kind of like a, like not fun because it's with the undertone of it, but it's cool. People are kind of doing that. And everyone should watch Pieces of April, which is my favorite movie about that. It's Katie Holmes being like this, like a- uh, That sounds emo, is it? Daughter no one really likes- And she brings her parents to her place for Thanksgiving and it's like this shitty New York apartment. It's a fun time. I recommend everyone to watch it alone with a bottle. Why do
1: I want to watch the life that I live? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, every time my parents would come to my old apartment, I could tell they just, they were like, this place sucks. And I was like, oh my God, no, I like it. And then we moved to like a bigger place. And I was like, okay, I semi see what you meant there. Like I can actually see my floors because they're shiny and not covered in pre-war grime right you're like
0: oh that wasn't an old apartment smell that was just dirtiness in my old Whoops. place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apartments are like pokemon like every time you level up and evolve you're like how did I, how was i that you're like how was i Truly. fucking charmander when i got wings now it's, it's <laughs> and wings in this case are a washer dryer
1: <laughs> yeah oh for me it's a dishwasher Ooh, yeah, i yeah. do think that the highest level up i could get would honestly be a garbage disposal
0: oh see i don't those scare me but yes
1: I just feel like it would be so nice to not have to like manually take, you know, food crumbs out of my sink.
0: Mm. See, but I'm like so not a person. I'm like, there's food in your because I don't cook. I'm like, what's in a sink? I'm like, what? I'm like,
1: <laughs> what's well, a sink in an oven? <laughs> oh, I,
0: I I I do not like that. We don't talk. We we're not in a relationship. <laughs> Who
1: is she? <laughs> Wait, but
0: speaking of um people that might be going home with their family, you found this new. Your mom texted you that. Oh
1: I- gosh. I- no, I, I texted I- my mom because I saw that my aunt posted this. No, she's my cousin. I'm sorry. Second cousin. Anyways, um, I saw that she posted this on her Facebook and tagged my mom. And I was like, Mom, don't do this. It's a pyramid scheme. We're talking about the secret sister gift exchange. And guys, it's the most wonderful time of the year because this dumb Facebook copy pasta is making its way back around. Mm-hmm. And what it does is promises you up to 36 gifts if you send one gift.
0: Which sounds amazing on paper and in
1: theory, but
0: no, no, no. And that's how they
1: get you. That's
0: how they get you hard.
1: Um. So basically, like you've probably seen variations of it. It usually works something like this: the secret sister. No, the secret sister gift exchange is back. I'm looking for six women who would be interested in a pre-holiday gift exchange. You only have to buy one $10 gift and send it to your secret sister. Then you will receive six to 36 gifts in return. Uh-huh. Let me know if you're interested and I'll send you the information for your secret sister. We could all use some happy mail or some, some dumb shit like that. Um, and you're like, oh, this is nice. Um, I'm sending ten a $10 gift to one person and I'm getting way more than that in return. What, what could be the harm?
0: Everything is a harm. And also they get you because Secret Sister, it's like an alliteration always, like as uh, Paris Geller said on Gilmore Girls, never underestimate the power of alliteration. Like, it's true. Like <laughs> I actually
1: st- started watching that show with my mom when I was home um, for like oh. election week. Ooh. Yeah. That's I was like, like well, actually, I'll that just like a stay until, until they call it. And then on Saturday, I was like, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, all right, we can stop with, okay, Sookie, thank you for your service for helping me through this week.
1: Truly. Um, okay, so anyway, then, so basically- you're like, oh, it's a, it's a nice little thing. Sorry to burst your bubble, guys. It is illegal. It is a pyramid scheme. So basically how it actually works, and like Snopes kind of uncovered this, is like once you actually express that you're interested in the gift exchange, they put you on like a list. um, And basically like you send one gift to the person at the top spot of the list. And then you take that list, you copy and paste it to your own story. You remove the top person and then everybody shifts up one.
0: This happened to me because I also I am like I'm already lost, but this happened to me with a recipe, which is less of a scam. But it's also I'm like, who the fuck? I'm sending emails to strangers now to tell them to like boil pasta. I'm like, this is who? No, we don't need this. And also with this, like who wants a ten dollar gift from a stranger?
1: i know you're like i don't know what you like i'm gonna end up with a million itunes gift cards right or just like chapsticks
0: and i'm like is this used like is this this in my mail i'm like we're using usps just had the busiest time of their life and we're making them send us chapstick from strangers i don't think so
1: gross yeah no nobody wants that um i mean basically it's a pyramid scheme because it only keeps going as long as you keep adding more people to the list Mm. and like And also, if you don't recruit people, you won't make it up to this hub and you won't ever get your gifts. So sucks. Sucks Um, Yeah. Also, the Snopes points out that chain letters are actually illegal if they request money or other items of value and promise a substantial return. And that's because this is a form of gambling. Huh? Yeah, that's gambling. I mean, I know. I'm like, what are the stakes? They're pretty low, but okay. sure.
0: This is when Snopes had like, they were just looking for something to do at 2 p.m. on a Friday because they had three hours left to work. I feel like when they're like, you know what? That's a scam too. But now it's making me wonder, are group chats pyramid schemes? Because they only keep Honestly, keep I people. do
1: feel like they are pyramid schemes because I send one text and I get a million. And I'm like, oh, God, please leave me alone.
0: And it's usually everyone's like, okay, well, you have to Venmo $10 for the birthday gift. I'm like, who's birthday? Who? the number I don't have saved okay
1: (laughs) right yeah oh my god every time I get added to like a birthday group chat I'm like who is everyone
0: well this happened well this actually happened to one of my friends and I think it's it's basically gonna be like I feel like this is the new trend for this and luckily all of my I, I don't have this situation yet in my friend circle but I feel like some people might when um like now when babies are being born and like everyone's kind of making group chats of like huge people like let's all go in for a gift for them and they're like whose baby is this? I'm like, just, whose baby is this? That's my new game show too. Whose baby is this? And it's just like, you point up. <laughs> no, but it's so love weird it. that it's like, why I'm Venmoing you $10 for like you to get him a pacifier. And I'm like, what's the baby's name? What's the baby daddy's name? I have no stake in this game.
1: Okay. That actually kind of reminds me of in college when like my one friend had a fake ID and we would all pool our money. So she could buy a handle of vodka that we would all split. And it would always be insane because like, Okay, a handle of vodka is $20. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> and we would all like put in like $10 or something like that. And somehow it would always be short, like every single time. I mean, that
0: one's short. Your friend was getting like, she was that getting It does sound like, like I'm chino. implicating my friend,
1: but I think if anything, like someone was always lying and saying that they put in the money and didn't. Oh. Because it was be like, fun. okay, maybe we weren't each putting in $10, but like if we're all putting in $5, it should. I also would say, out, like, if i out but it I'm never kind did of
0: the, and hear me out if yes. your one friend was the only one who got that they could do so she has the upper hand in this scenario if the handle came out to be like 33 dollars and she had like 38 from y'all i was like she gets the four i'm like that's the fine oh okay. totally that's the risk that's the bailout money that's her little bailout yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's her underage drinking ticket money that's also like her uber to the liquor store money so uh, she definitely gets a little tip back then. what
0: Uber wasn't a thing back then. Remember? It actually
1: wasn't. It was crazy. I don't know how I got
0: anywhere. And I I mean that sincerely.
1: Honestly, like cabs, it was crazy. We would spend like two hours waiting for a cab company to call us back.
0: Yeah. Y'all kids in college still are. I mean, now this year you're not lucky, but last year you were.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Last year, 2019 and before you guys had it made. (laughs) Anyway, wait, the moral wait, of that story this- is um, just do a secret Santa with your coworkers. Don't do a random Facebook gift exchange. Or you know what?
0: Be your own secret sister. Buy yourself a gift this holiday Hell season. Yeah. We all need it. And also start earlier. Just like we're starting drinking earlier. We're starting Christmas earlier. Start yeah. buying yourself stuff earlier. Why not? Go ball out.
1: Also, if you do it when you're drunk, then it really is a secret sister to yourself because you don't remember what you got that's so true
0: that's like alcoholic amazon when you wake up you're like what is this box <laughs> delivered to me oh I'm my like, god yeah i'm like I, I bought a chess board because i watched half of the queen's gambit okay yeah <laughs> But you have this other thing that you told me about, and I swear this name really freaks me out.
1: Yeah. So this segment I just decided to call Scam Watch. So that was the first one. Here's another one because a couple people DM'd me about this. So I was like, all right, let's let's walk through it. There are these things called bacterial antivirus lanyards. And
0: that sounds like an STD. Like that sounds like it's an STD that grows out of you.
1: Perhaps because basically there's these things, and they kind of just honestly dead ass look like. A listerine breath strip on a lanyard.
0: Like wh- no, what is they for?
1: Well, it claims that they they kill germs and protect against catching coronavirus. Sure. Sure. And more people are starting to like message me about this because apparently it was featured in an episode of Ninety Day Fiance. Ooh. So people are like, "What is that?" Um, and this is actually the they have been a thing since March. Um, Because back in March, the EPA blocked several shipments of these lanyards from entering the U.S. and they cited federal pesticide laws. Basically, what you need to know, is it's not that these necessarily contain pesticides. We don't know what's in them, Um, but yeah, which is fun. Um, But basically, the thing is that according to U.S. law, any product that claims to repel bacteria or germs is considered a pesticide and it has to be registered with the EPA. Um, But like these lanyards were like, I don't know what the hell is in these. Mm. Their safety and efficacy haven't been evaluated. Also, I thought this was funny because their labeling and directions for use are not in English, which just gave me like big Calteen bar vibes. I can't go
0: to Taco Bell, Karen. I have a bacterial lanyard around my body.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Um, And so. The EPA blocked these shipments. Amazon took them off the marketplace.
0: That's actually saying something because Amazon leaves a lot of shit on their marketplace that should not be on
1: there. Yeah. I feel like I'm buying like accidentally counterfeit KN95s. I'm like, does this work? I don't know. Oh, there are some masks that I bought
0: from Amazon are truly. I'm like, it's toilet paper. I'm like, what? Like, (laughs) it's toilet paper with a rubber band around it. I'm like, sure. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's go with it, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, all right, this is
0: fun for me now.
1: Yeah. Okay. So don't do the secret sister gift exchange. Don't buy these weird ass Listerine strip lanyards. Yeah. Don't but get- also like, okay, that's gotta be so stupid. I, I mean, I understand like, you know, if you are like, well, it can't hurt or whatever, but like you can't seriously believe that the secret was these dumb lanyards the entire time
0: from 90 day fiance.
1: <laughs> right. Like, like I just hope nobody believes that. That we had the secrets to coronavirus all along, and it was listerine strips. Right, it's string. truly
0: just like a glade plug-in that you're like, oh, literally hell's COVID.
1: Got it. <laughs> oh my when god. Dr.
0: Like, oh damn, could have had a V8 because that cures it too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, guys, don't get scammed. Just don't do it. Yeah,
0: don't get scammed, especially like re- like for anything like health related. Don't put stuff in your body that's a scam, and that's on that, and that's including people from you match with on dating apps.
1: I was gonna say that includes your fuckboy exes who text you Merry Christmas. That's a scam. Listen, that is a fucking scam. I every time around the holidays, I hear from like random ass exes that I I do not want to hear with. Want that mistletoe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: know. I'm like, okay, I, I don't want a birthday wish. Uh, I don't want you to text me happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful you're out of my life.
0: That's true. You know what they should start? If they want to actually have success, they should be doing on the random ho- holidays, you know, like happy, happy, like Arbor Day. And I'm like, oh, I
1: was going to say Arbor Day,
0: the most <laughs> random holiday. But now it's like, I feel like it's also now the most romantic one. I'm like, oh, you think of me with trees because rebirth right. and growing and prosperity. Okay.
1: Yeah. Happy flag day oh girl
0: yeah wave that flag yeah because
1: you're a red flag all right (laughs) let's go speaking of red flags actually that does bring us very well into today's episode topic it is like quite a doozy but it's very fun
0: and iconic I'm like this like this bitch I, I did they do things wrong yeah would I love to have gotten brunch with them once
1: yeah duh because if we got brunch with this guy, like, we would be at fucking Bagatelle, like, blacked out at 4 p.m., napkins oh, in the my... air. It would be amazing.
0: I'd be w- wearing watches I can't even pronounce. And right. I don't We'd even be, like, watches. petting a
1: white tiger for no reason. This is, like, the scene I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I pictured for us.
0: I hope that card is still on the table. And with his track record, maybe.
1: <laughs> it very well could be. Guys, we're talking about Anthony Gignac, the fake Saudi prince.
0: Love it already. Like. I love
1: him I love him so Anthony he was born Jose Enrique Moreno in Bogota Colombia in 1970 his parents were unknown and according to this article I read in Vanity Fair that was honestly like it put the cut to shame I, I'll say that much it was very long very detailed and the amazing we all
0: kept on scrolling I kept on being like okay now I'm done and then I'm like there's a whole new new people. It was really yeah. there was plot was going on.
1: His scams just like never fucking stopped. Like it kept going. It was amazing. It's, it's insane. Insane. So um, according to this Vanity Fair piece, he became one of the country's quote unquote throwaway children, which were thousands of children who became foot soldiers in the country's drug war, which was like just just terrible, brutal stuff. Uh, it's just. Uh, yeah. um, and he. He claimed he was raped at five years old and sold on the street as a sex slave. Danny, you had something about glue in there?
0: Oh, well, yeah. So this is what, um, because I was kind of curious because I personally didn't really know a lot about the Broadway children. So I was looking them up more and just like what they kind of had to do. So many of them were, this fate was kind of like a sealing their fate type of thing because they were just used to like, be used with like drug peddling and in drug cartels. So they'd usually get murdered a lot or just like be killed by crossfire and everything like that. And it's not like they were like being taken care of. So there were a lot of instances I read where the kids would like get glue because like to glue the envelope shut of the drugs and like, or the packages shut of the drugs. And they would huff that to kind of like get a high to reduce the pain that they were in from like being on their feet, being abused, And also the hunger because they weren't getting fed. So they were like, I'm so deliriously hungry. So it's a brutal, awful life. And I mean, if anything from this, I hope this case, like there's also awareness brought on to that because it's tragic.
1: Yeah, really horrible stuff. Um, And in 1977, um, he and his brother were adopted by Jim Gignac and Nancy Fitzgerald a middle-class couple in Plymouth, Michigan. And I Cute. would like to say for the record now that I watched people pronounce his last name a few times in a video because I was about to give this guy like, you know, a little French spin Jean. on it. Anyways.
0: I know. I pronounce, I got it from the videos and also from Scam Goddess, who we love. And I was like, oh, I don't know if she double-checked it, but like, I'm going with her. I always trust her. I know.
1: Her. I thought it would be like Jinyak or something like that. She I'm knows. like, nope, you guys are just full going for the gignack the full hard Gs. So that's, that's Anthony. He, so he gets it, He and his brother got adopted by this couple. He, they moved to Michigan when he's six. And basically I feel like as, as many scammers do, I heard, I heard similar things about Billy McFarland. Um, even as a kid, he wanted to be rich and he would invent these like insane lies about his family. What I love is that he claimed as early as sixth grade that he was a Saudi prince. So like my man, he found a brand and he stuck to it.
0: He, he really committed to it. And that's impressive. Cause I don't even know if I was able to like formulate that much lie, like those types of lies back then.
1: I still can't lie to my parents.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. And like lying to authority, I'd be terrified if I had to lie to my teacher and it wasn't about like my homework being late. I'd be like,
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and like, and his parents knew this was a problem. He started therapy when he was 12. He even got sent to like a camp. Um, but and then his parents divorced and his brother went to go live with his dad. And this is when things got pretty bad. He ended up suffering a breakdown and spent time in two psychiatric hospitals and a halfway house and then ran away from home when he was 17.
0: Because this time was also it was so hard for him because like it as you guys can imagine too, his brother, he was the only person that he was with his entire life. And then him being stripped away from him, he sort of just felt so like the definition of the rug pulled under him. He had no one really to go to or anything like that. And then also the home he went to now being separated. It's a whole thing.
1: Yeah, completely. So after he left his, uh, what are their names again? Uh, After he left Jim and and Nancy, he... Uh, when he was a teenager, he started using stolen credit cards to like ride limos around Detroit, which Fire. is I love it. He said he was Prince Adnan Khashog, who is the name of a Saudi arms dealer, and he convinced this Arab family to take him in.
0: Well, yeah, cause that's what I would say. Well, also, I looked up this prince was also really old. So a also like I think none. So like no one was really going to see him anywhere and also yeah. be none of us know we're fucking idiots out here in America. None of us know who princes are. Like we know prince.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we know prince. I mean that's what I thought was funny because this guy was a real person. He was an arms dealer and he was apparently at this time the world's richest man. So like, yeah, sure, we're going to have basically like Saudi Bill Gates just riding around Michigan. Like what? Yeah. Riding
0: right around Michigan <laughs> and then going to a random house like, "Hey, um my dad's secret police uh, wants me to stay here. And if you say no, they'll kill you. Like,
1: yeah, I don't I don't even I don't get it. Um, It's incredible. But like,
0: he really should have gone into acting like, because like this is like, yeah, he's doing convincing portrayals. He really could have been the next like, I don't know, Kate Hudson. <laughs> I don't know why that's the first <laughs> actress that comes to mind.
1: Completely on the same realm why not
0: i mean fabletics we'll get into fabletics at a later date about scams but oh
1: i've heard that is a scam yeah okay so then two months later he ends up in where else but la he's riding around as omar khashoggi this time and then basically beginning in 1988 he gets convicted 11 times of schemes for impersonating a prince or some other middle eastern royalty Um, and he would even keep doing it while he was out on bail for the previous time he did it
0: which I, I don't like, he really just kind of was like, all right, like it's very swipe or no swiping. He's like, all right, I got swipe this time, but I'll be back. And he was back.
1: Like truly. And he was always back with like a different name and the same idea. And like, this is so amazing to me because one time in the early nineties, I think it was like 93. He was basically a awaiting trial for fraud charges. And somehow he was still able to get an American express platinum card with a $200 million limit. Which I didn't even know they go that high. So you know I'm broke.
0: <laughs> when we were doing this outline, because like we first put like 200k, because and then I was like, it has to be that. I'm like 200 million. I'm like credit cards can't go that high, can they? And it's like they can.
1: That's you- just a blank check. That's not even a credit card at that point. That's that's like, you just, just hand like, them yeah, a slip of paper that's like American Express is paying for this.
0: It's truly like pirate. Like if you go to like like Pirates of the Caribbean area of Disney, it's just like the little pirate coins. And they're just using that because it's fake <laughs> money at that point. I
1: mean, it's insane. So this $200 million limit, apparently he did this because he like convinced these poor customer service reps that he had that card and just lost it. And he was like, which, okay, respect. And same. he was just like screaming at them. Like my father, the king will be furious if my card is not replaced. And that was like kind of his MO, for getting his way because he would just honestly start screaming and make such a scene to the point that like people would think okay if he was a con man there's no way he would want to attract this much attention to himself it has to that's be that's real. actually really
0: true and also i feel like on the same boat too like that's kind of just stereotypical like rich spoiled kid behavior too which is smart so everyone like i feel like if i'm like then that doesn't look like like you see prince george in those pictures i know he's little but he's always crying he's, he's always, always got shouting. a little dude it's so funny He's got sass. He'd be, he'll would be. he be doing this soon. Maybe we'll just wait 15 years to get brunch with him. I may be I'm too old for brunch then, but we'll see.
1: I hope I'm too old for brunch with like children at that point. But I, Could you
0: imagine like bottomless brunch? And I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm cashing my 401 I I don't have They're the time. They're like, ma'am,
1: <laughs> ma'am, don't you have a family to get back to? Like, so
0: it's you're like, nope, I actually just have a, the mimosa round. I'm just waiting for the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: these mimosas are my family.
0: The last anyway, one at brunch. Bleak. Oh, that's a good... I'll I'll write a novel I'm busy after this so we'll carry on um so then going to 1991 when he was 21 still in LA uh the LA Times even called him the prince of fraud and that's sort of what's insane to me like he was getting press
1: yeah I know right I feel like he'd be like oh so I'm getting press he'd be like oh Instagram I should get verified yeah
0: (laughs) oh you know for a fact he's been he was like DMing like Instagram and like or MySpace like hey can I get a verification badge like no I'm get I'm in the LA Times Literally, I'm top 10 comment to watch. And that 30 under 30, 30, 30 under 30 million dollars stolen.
1: Yeah, there we go. Uh,
0: Claimed to have. uh, And then also he claimed to have legally changed his name again to uh, Khalid uh, bin Al Saud, And that's where it's also like it's just another day, another name. It truly is kind of like uh, like every month. It's a different thing. It's kind of like Zodiac signs. He has different names for every month.
1: But that is the real name of a Saudi prince
0: and that's kind of the smart thing that he cuz i mean like he he did a good he did a good job with all this
1: it's i mean smart- we don't actually know if he did change his name to that legally but like he says he did oh yeah i'm sure i feel like legality wise
0: he did not tell them anything like his like uh ssn social security number and all that stuff but it's so smart and i feel like i think i re- i think his attorney when he was talking to his attorney in the vanity fair article he also wrote up this point too he's like Americans are Americans are so stupid when it comes to this sometimes that like they don't know. I'm a, they think I'm a different person. If I met the same person twice, they're just like, like, Oh no, this is a different person, which was, he was using to his advantage our ignorance with that. So I guess.
1: What just not being able to recognize people. Yeah.
0: Or being able to be like, you're like, Oh, they like, okay. That, that prince but that prince they look alike. I guess that's just what it is. Oh, like,
1: like he puts on a uh, sunglasses and you're like, who is that?
0: Yeah. No true. Like truly like Scooby-Doo. I would have gotten away with it too. Type of Scooby-Doo, thing.
1: Scooby-Doo classic. Yeah. <laughs> and all of this, I mean, like he was 21 at this time,
0: which is insane to me that he's st- such a young age, the ability to do all this and like the confidence.
1: The confidence is what gets me.
0: That's what I don't get. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like at 21. I was still squeezing into Zara jeans crying. Now I just buy the leggings.
1: I still like, had side bangs.
0: Oh, oh my God. The,
1: I shouldn't have that, brought that up.
0: You shouldn't have. Actually, I'm looking at you differently. I like. I'm like in. A, I'm just imagining you. Well, I guess 21. You have to do this. But like you giving 10 dollars for a handle of vodka, waiting for a taxi with side bangs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you nailed it. You kind of nailed it, so I can't really be mad. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's the
0: vibe. Um. So, but at this, so he went to the Regent Beverly Wilshire Hotel, which, when I'm in LA, I always drive by because it is really cute. And up, and this is when he kind of. I guess Anna Delvey paid homage to him because he's her predator. I feel
1: like she did.
0: Yeah, he ran up the room and food bill of almost thirty five hundred dollars, plus seventy five hundred in limo charges, and fraudulent Louis Vuitton luggage pur- purchases. I like how I, I can know pronounce why I said Louis I like Vuitton, that, but correct, I respect, but not purchases. I know I respect all this. Like that's my issue. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is what I would if I had a, a trust fund. This is what I'd be doing with my days. I just need everybody to know that I would. Yeah. I would not be like founding things. I would be buying Louis Vuitton, eating like French fries in bed at the (laughs) region. And of course, all this was from Rodeo Drive. And then, oh, speaking of, because he also like, like Anna Delvey did, he tried to convince the hotel that his wealthy family would pay it off. That's always what he's he's like, oh, money comes, money's coming, money's coming. And so many of the instances with him does remind me of the Anna case. Because when people are so rich, rich people, I guess, because they think of money, not as like, real from time to time yeah or in a sense like that that they're just like oh yeah the millions will come like if someone told me and meanwhile like the people like all of us i'm like where's my five dollar venmo i mean i'm not that bad for a five dollar but a 15 i'm checking in on 15 for sure 15 for sure five dollars i'll let it slide 50 if we're splitting an uber we're splitting an uber and that's just on that um, <laughs> so he and also i think that i loved he convinced all the hotel employees there to call him your highness
1: <laughs> love it
0: but then what happened to your highness was that he was arrested and sentenced to two years in prison. So uh, kind of what we're saying. So like, but, and this carried on for so long, he'd max out these credit cards, forged documents, yada, yada, yada. This was kind of just his, this was his day job.
1: (laughs) This is what. Yeah. And like, the thing is, I feel like he would get sentenced to two years in prison. Like he would get sentenced to like a year or two and he'd be out in a year. Like he would just run back on the same scam in a new Uh, city, like a, like a criminal that people were like lock and key
0: or like being like, and it was like you had good behavior because it's not like he was anything but dramatic.
1: <laughs> he was a
0: dramatic bitch with blunt bangs, which I mean, aren't we? Oh all? my
1: god, the the mushroom cut. Y'all have to Google
0: him because that mushroom cut is. It's, uh, it's not good. It's not. It's I'm, not a good look. Sort of like um, you have all this money, but no sol- no you are not you're no not going, style. You're not going to dry bar. You're not doing anything like that.
1: <laughs> you're not getting like. I don't know. Like he spends all his money on Louis Vuitton so there is no money left over to go to just like a nice hair salon. <laughs> Even Supercuts, just cut it. <laughs> Supercuts, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. But so
0: then um, another thing that happened with him is in 93 he went to Hawaii and scammed tourists out of almost 30 grand to cover his stay at a resort. And this was all because This is he the was- best part this is this was amazing because it's insane because he was telling them he was like, "Oh, pay me this because he claimed he could get the mistake in an oil field in Saudi Arabia, which I'm pretty sure I read that it was like the oil field back that it was like going for like n- trillions of dollars what it was being valued at so people of course wanted to jump in on this and if you're some prince is telling you about this, you're like, oh my God, yeah
1: I mean he also like I don't know how he did this, but he told this so he told the one couple about the the oil field. He told this other couple that he was like in trouble and fearing for his life. So they gave him like 20 grand. Who? I'm like, really confused. I What is this
0: resort? Because I have to go there. Whenever I'm on a beach, people are usually just coming up asking if I want Coke. And I'm like, not right now. Thank you.
1: People but ask if you want Coke at the beach. I'm jealous.
0: I sometimes not 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 in the Jersey Shore Beach because those are just like. It's that's just like a mutated pigeon coming up to me being like, why is the water polluted? And I'm like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> that's, that's kind of
0: the New Jersey beach life, but sometimes that happens. And I'm always like, um, I'm like reading, I'm reading like an Emily Griffin novel right now, but I'll, I'll circle back.
1: To oh my cover. God. Something <laughs> borrowed. Yes. I, I can imagine. This. Re-
0: yeah. Reading something borrowed high off my mind. <laughs> yeah. So he, oh yeah. So he did all, this was kind of his new, bit as you could say after a while so he racked up debt at walt disney and then uh like 51 grand at Sachs, was putting all this stuff and so the, his mo would show up somewhere pull the shit get a light prison sentence serve it pack up and try a new scam in a different city like, it's really foolproof different hoes in different area goes he
1: truly he truly did
0: truly him and um, this then this is where it kind of shifted, because he was always kind of good meeting with the people, mingling with the people. Uh, he was staying at Grand Bay Hotel in Coconut Grove in 93. He met two guys, ooh, um, but he invited them up to his room, but they beat and robbed him, and the police were called. Uh, so then he ended up disappearing to Chicago, where he was arrested and extradited back to Florida. So really popped everywhere. He was sentenced to 616 days for this, i am curious too. i'm like well how do how did a prison like how did they decide that
1: yeah i don't know why not just round it out to a nice two years i have no idea because
0: i was even trying to kind of like okay well three six five times two i'm like is not that i'm like it's
1: like fuck? almost two years but not quite yeah that's like when it's
0: like that's like when people are like oh my baby's like 75 months old i'm like what is that yeah, like you're I'm just like, like, give like me just a- say
1: they're seven yeah yeah i'm like Annabella, give me a sentence relax i'm actually gonna um, do this math 616
0: oh yeah check out. How-
1: because i'm like why would you yeah it's not even like nicely one and a half years it's it's just truly a random ass amount of days maybe it's his favorite number maybe it was
0: the judge's favorite number i was gonna say
1: the judge like was getting a call from a 616 area (laughs) code and he's like sure okay 616 days
0: boom he's like this damn scam scam call spam call um so Even and speaking of phone calls, even while in jail, our boy was making phone calls uh, where he contacted lawyers as Khalid and was able to start getting this ball rolling all again with him.
1: He got like a lot of lawyers and basically like was convinced a few to take on the case. This is my favorite one, um, because I think this was like 1993. And this goes back to like the two hundred million dollar card. So it was. Like, I'm just imagining this play out in a movie and it seems amazing because like, okay, according to this Vanity Fair article, he cons this lawyer into representing him. So he gets out on bond. He gets this 200 million dollar card from Amex because he was able to basically just correctly guess the last two purchases that the real Saudi prince made. And then he just starts like jet setting. So Amex realizes that he's a fraud while he's like on the plane going from Miami to New York with his lawyer so then he gets because that's to right La- he
0: bought out the entire first, r- first oh yes yeah he was like, princess can't fly with anybody near him so it's him with his lawyer's wife and daughter on this plane alone
1: <laughs> yeah so then he gets to the guardia and like sees cops in the airport and it's like help i'm the saudi prince i've been kidnapped um so he was able to like lose these bondsmen for a bit um eventually they like caught up with him but i just think that's amazing um And also the way that he was able to guess those purchases correctly was that. So he basically told the bondsman that he bought these like two Rolexes after he got bailed out of jail and they went to his two inside people at American Express who gave him the answers to the question. So this is really genius. He had people on the inside.
0: That Amex, that's it's so smart that he thought that through. It's insane that that also they were able to like corrupt that, but still.
1: Right, because otherwise I was like, "What are the odds?" Like that's insane. But you know, we no, like, just was smart.
0: Buy so many different things. I'm like, the, the endless. I like for. I feel like for a, a standard person, it's okay. You're like, okay, Dunkin' Donuts, and like, I don't sweet green or something like that. But for a prince, it's no man's land.
1: <laughs> Danny's price is a sixteen dollars salad.
0: I mean, that's my that's my Rolex. I'm like, oh, I'm bawling the fuck out today.
1: <laughs> and guys, we're gonna stop there. That will be considered part one of the Anthony Gignack fake Saudi Prince episode. Stay tuned for next week, where we're going to give you part two, because spoiler alert, the scams, they just do not stop. Betches.